0: Hello and welcome to the All By The Popcorn Podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we're going to talk about Deadpool 2, which is very fresh in our minds because we just saw it this weekend and it's opening weekend. It's like it's
1: fresh, but then the movies are so quick and the jokes are so quick that I feel like it's it's not even there anymore.
0: (laughs) I know. I really feel like I should have seen this one twice because definitely there's so many quick jokes in it and you're just waiting to hear these jokes. And there was a lot more seriousness in this movie, for sure, but it definitely, definitely. was, like, just so many quick jabs, and the comedy is so specific. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, I I would see it again, but, you know, that's only if I really have time, because we have Solo coming out this weekend. Gosh, I know. Just thinking, the the movies coming out are gonna be just so quick
1: because of it's now almost summertime.
0: Yeah, it's uh, so it's, it's all coming at once. Insane. Movie yeah. Pass is really gonna get a run for its money. Um, That's for sure. Yeah. So I
1: want I wanted to bring up that um, I had this thought before we started the podcast, but Deadpool reminds me of um. You know, you know, the 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 guy that plays the genie in the Aladdin, like, Disneyland?
0: Yeah, that they don't uh, have anymore, unfortunately.
1: That, that they don't have anymore, yeah, I know. Um, but at Disneyland, they always had, an, they used to have an Aladdin show, and the guy that would play the genie would always joke about, like, pop culture references and, you know, stuff that happened within the year, like, you know, if, if if the genie was on stage, he'd probably do a dab or something. Like, it, it was always like yeah, that. you're right. Yeah. And Deadpool kind of reminds me of that stuff, even though some of the jokes kind of date itself, like, when it was talking about dubstep. Like, you seriously yeah. think that everyone forgot about dubstep. I know. But then Deadpool brings up dubstep. So fucking yeah. funny. It's so hilarious.
0: It is. It's, it's amazing. Like, the amount of great references that they smush into this movie, and it's like, also like it's basically so self-aware. It's the most meta the most meta superhero movie, like even more so than kick-ass. Like way more than kick ass. Um, oh, way more. And it's just a lot more fun because you're expecting these quips like him calling um uh, what's his name? Him calling uh, Josh, Brolin. Josh Brolin Thanos in like the end of the movie because he plays Thanos. It's just like this. It's very like <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's just the most meta, and it's so entertaining.
1: Yeah, and and even just the stuff that that you even miss because you really have to think about all the possible. Jabs, not jabs, but you know, like the all the possible ways that his jokes could go. Because I wasn't aware of this, I thought, you know, Deadpool was just making a an observation about Josh Brolin's size as Cable. But apparently, in the comics, Cable is huge. Like he's mm-hmm. he's pretty tall. And so when Deadpool was making a jab at his size, like he was he was also referencing the comic books. And you know, there's always going to be stuff like that that probably. I'm definitely not going to catch, but, um, but a lot of, like, I, there were definitely a lot of the jokes that, that, uh, made sense to me, at least.
0: I really liked when, um, he saw, um, Professor X's brother, which is the big, the big guy, um, that the kid let out, what was his name? Um, oh, oh, dang it, what's his name? the juggernaut. big guy yeah juggernaut he, juggernaut that's right he was so excited like he's like oh man juggernaut's my favorite marvel character <laughs> he's they say you should meet your heroes and you know that makes sense cuz this guy's a real asshole but i'm so excited that i got to be him.
1: <laughs> yeah i, I love just... <laughs> i i just love how real deadpool is even though even though he he's very quick with the jokes and maybe even a bit too jokey at times. He still seems pretty real, like just making a joke out of every situation and, you know, fangirling and, you know, really just anything. Deadpool's such a great character and I'm really glad that uh Ryan Reynolds like plays him so. I really can't think of anyone else who could be who could be Deadpool. He is like, so
0: he's so great because he just gives this performance of He just goes so hard into, I don't care what anybody thinks, which is not true. Like, Ryan Reynolds has said himself that making the first Deadpool, he just completely, he was a mess. Like, he said that this is a risk that is on another level. Like, he did not know this was going to be successful. He thought this was going to be, like, the end of his career. And it ended up being, like, one of the most successful rated R movies of all time. And this second one is the biggest rated R opening, I think, of all time. Like, it's a big deal. Yeah, it beat beat Avengers, I think, opening weekend sales. Yeah, like, especially because it's rated R. I mean, that is incredible. And it's because the first movie was so hilarious. Like, every single time I watch that movie, it gets funnier. Like, I just catch more and more stuff. And I think that's going to be the way it is for this second one. Like, the more times I watch it, the funnier it's going to get. Because... I know. I,
1: I I I really wanted to watch the first one before watching the second one, but you know, it could not happen. But it's so funny. My um I saw the first one with my parents, and so I thought it was only fitting to see the second one with my parents. And they love this movie so much that my dad's like, "I need to get both of these movies on on DVD because you know, we don't have we don't have uh anything to keep digital digital ones on." But
0: I just have to read the storyline as told by uh, IMDb. It's great. Um, For which one? The second one? For the second one. This is the storyline that I'm sure that the producers of the movie pitched to put on IMDb. It says, after surviving a near-fatal bovine attack, disfigured cafeteria chef, Wade Wilson, struggles to fulfill his dream of becoming Mayberry's hottest bartender while also learning to cope with his his lost sense of taste. Searching to regain his spice for life, as well as the flux capacitor, Wade must battle ninjas, the Yakuza, and a pack of sexually aggressive canines as he journeys around the world to discover the importance of family, friendship, and flavor, finding a new taste for adventure and earning the coveted coffee mug title of World's Best Lover. (laughs) Written by 20th Century Fox. (laughs) That's amazing. Oh, so good. I think... I think, though, honestly, like, this, this movie had a better written plot, like, way, way better written plot than the first one. Um oh, most
1: definitely. And and even the turnout of the quote-unquote villain, um, C- Cable was a much better villain than the first. Um, e- e- I mean, but Cable would, didn't end up even being the bad guy. Um, yeah, exactly.
0: He, he wasn't the But, bad like,
1: guy. yeah, the... Even the fact that the that the villain like switched around and actually was what's his name Fire Fist,
0: yeah, and then he kind of ended up being redeemed,
1: yeah, for like a second. I mean, th- those two characters were way more memorable than than whoever the first villain was. I I only saw the first one, one time, so I, I it's it's basically gone from my memory.
0: Oh, the, the first um, one with the the bad guy was like paid by Ed Strine. yeah,
1: Ajax. <laughs> he was. He was, a, he was a tile cleaner. Yeah, um, exactly.
0: And he just kept calling him by his first name instead.
1: Yeah, which I think it was, what was it, like, William or something? Or what was it? It was like a... It
0: was like a really, um... It was a it was just very embarrassing name. Was it?
1: Name. <laughs> was it? Was
0: yeah. It I mean, it was something really funny. Um... But anyways, I think, though, like, I definitely liked the introduction of the new characters in this, and it kind of, like, I think the plot just went off the, re- I mean, it just started off with Vanessa's death, which you didn't expect was going to happen, and it was definitely really not. upsetting, and then you're like, and then it goes through the titles, and it says, did they just do that? Did they just kill off did they really do that? What what is this movie really like? This is made by a bunch of assholes, you know. Which which definitely made me think of um, Infinity
1: War a lot. Like you know, because what was exactly going through my mind at the end of? But you know, just just Vanessa dying, but still, yeah. Like really, we're not even like ten minutes in, and you kill
0: her, kill her off. Like what the hell's wrong with you? Well, I think um, that Wade's like reaction and and his like plot, um, in the wake of her death was really great. I mean. It They really sat with it for a while, and they allowed him to grieve, you know, and he... Yeah, uh, even, even though it was comical, you could definitely tell that he, he... was really hurting.
1: Yeah, which is really great, because, you know, sometimes it's hard to really separate, um, you know, really comical parts from serious parts. But I think what makes Deadpool so good is that it can kind of just mesh them together. Like, you can still definitely see that Deadpool was hurting... Um, and that he was pretty much suicidal, even though he can't die. Um, and he was just very dark; like his his jokes were just very, you know, almost half-assed and like mm-hmm. very, very just quick to say because you know he did, he wasn't really in, in his full mindset to to do the really good jokes. But yeah. like, but all all that really tied well into him definitely hurting because the love of his life was dead, and and uh, and and that whole. And her death scene was actually I thought it was really cool. Um, it was great. it was just the, the, with the slow motion and like just the talking the, about the
0: baby names
1: the baby- i know and then he just he's just... he's just, he's just walking around this room with with a b um a, like a knife holder and just throwing knives at guys and then he just has like a cheese a cream cheese spreader at the end and it's just <laughs> yeah. thank oh, God he have to use
0: the cream cheese spreader and then he needs to use the cream cheese spreader and it's like. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also loved how they they actually showed his face a lot more in this movie than in the first movie. Um, That way, as that like kind of you know burnt disfigured character being so in the out in the open a lot. You know, like he was much more covered up in the first movie for most of the first movie.
1: Well, yeah, because even as a joke, he, uh, you know, when, when he saves Vanessa from Ajax in the end, um, she pulls off his his mask, and he he has Wolverine's face stapled to his face. Yeah. Um, but like, you could definitely, I mean, he he was probably having some like self conscious, like you know, self esteem stuff when the whole when the stuff happened, because you know, even though T.J. Miller was joking about his face being an avocado, like he it, it, it definitely showed that he didn't, he really didn't want to be seen. Um, and, and he and he definitely didn't want to show Vanessa, like, that's why he left her, basically, was because he wasn't the same anymore, and he...
0: Yeah. Definitely was more ashamed. But I think with this one, it was way more out in the open, because he, he just g- gave no fucks. Like, after Vanessa died, he was like, okay, I'm gonna die too. And if it weren't for those, um, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, Peeking through the other side, kind of visions that he had with Vanessa, he oh, wouldn't like have, the near death
1: experiences.
0: Yeah, he wouldn't have like continued to try to save this boy in order to save the future. Um, and I did like that. That was a really cool idea to like decide to um, try to just save somebody's soul in some way you know that that was kind of the plot of the movie and in a way wade's soul was saved a little bit
1: yeah because you know the second he thought well the second vanessa died he of course thought he had no more purpose in life um but of course vanessa knew that he had way more to offer um and so it was nice that even though she was dead, she wasn't, she wasn't trying to, like, tempt him to come in. She was, like, more pushing him out so that he could become more than what he was. And, yeah, and I definitely liked how um, Deadpool even turned that around to make it so that Cable wouldn't kill Fire Fist. Uh, again, like you said, saving his soul and making it so that everything could be fixed, but everyone could also come out unharmed.
0: Yeah, and um, quite I think the opposite this, of Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, very different, um, especially with <laughs> our time different. travel situation. Um, I know. Where's Deadpool with his little time travel thing? <laughs> well, that's what he uses in the end credit sequence um, when save, he yeah. goes back to save Vanessa.
1: Yes, yeah, go back to save Vanessa and go back to save Peter. One of the yeah. one of the people in the X Force.
0: Um, I would like to bring up the we have a listener mail um, and a listener question Um, so Danny asks what we thought about bringing Vanessa back to life and if that was a good choice or not considering that his his uh, his arc of the movie was that Vanessa was dead and I, I would agree that it's kind of a cop out that they bring her back to life at the end Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's a very, very large cockroach. Okay. I gotta kill it. I gotta kill it. Did you get it? Wait, wait. Wrong
1: boot. Wrong boot. This boot.
0: This fucking boot. Come here, you little asshole. Where'd you go? Where did you go? Not in my room.
1: Oh, oh my gosh. God, Emily! I lost it. Oh no. Oh shit! Alessandra, it's too big to lose. Why did you lose it? They it, don't move I very ran, fast, I had to go do they? Get a fucking!
0: five oh, must be in the closet. Son of a bitch! It's definitely You're in the goddamn fun. closet.
1: <sighs> oh man. Uh, why
0: does this have to happen to me every time? Okay.
1: Just just leave him in there for a bit. Uh, he'll okay. he'll have to come out.
0: Hey, ah, there he is! Okay! No oh, shit, shit! I didn't get it! I didn't get it! Oh, god. He's stuck. He's underneath something. I don't think I can squish him with. What should I do? Oh, he's gonna come out. Wait, okay. Please, come out so I can hit you. Oh. Ah. <laughs> Please, leave. Get out of my life, you asshole! He's underneath- Oh! Oh! Come out, you little asshole! Oh! Oh! oh come on! Ah! Ah! Oh. Okay, I got it! Oh okay. Sorry about that. I had a crisis. Um. Jeez, Elson, this, are you—this is, is this are what you it's like living it? in New York. My God, I just get worked up about these little assholes that think that they can live among me. Oh,
1: well. If oh, I show uh, up one day, jeez,
0: that was too much excitement for one night. Mm. Let me tell you. I'll say, my okay. goodness. Yeah, so I just killed a cockroach with my bare hands. Not not true. Nope. I didn't squish it to death. I smushed it with a boot. Yeah, you had a boot. <sighs> okay, um... <clears throat> anyways, I think that it was kind of a cop-out to kill Vanessa and then bring her back to life because I just feel like she should have stayed dead. What do you think, Emily? <sighs>
1: yeah um really really great really great question Danny um I I look at it at at two in two different ways one um sure like it 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 was a long enough time that Vanessa had died that I would have been fine if she had stayed dead but the fact it and the fact that she died did help um you know Deadpool's arch um Story arc. So arch. <laughs> sorry, yeah, arch. Arch. They both form a curve. Okay, they do. Um, <laughs> and so, but in the end, it's a Deadpool movie, and you're here to have a good time. So you know, like, w- what was it? I was, um, I was reading an article about Deadpool. Um, and someone was saying that, you know, like, everything's canon. Like, just whatever happens, happens, and, and it's all canon in, in Deadpool. So, you know, and that's just the approach that I take with these movies. Just, like, you, you take what you get, and you just love it. You love it all, all the way.
0: Yeah. So I, I like that, too. I like that, that thought. So, thank you, Okay, Dani. well, I think we should talk about all of the side characters in this movie, including um, uh, Cable... But. Yes, because for a fact, I
1: think that the one if if the first Deadpool was missing something, it, it was missing these side characters oh, because yeah. these these characters made the second film. Oh, I mean, totally. Dead Deadpool can tell as many many jokes as he wants face to the camera, but he he works so much better, and his humor is so much better when he has when he has an audience, when he has people to be around and feed off of. So definitely these these side characters were extremely great. And um, we had here. some
0: excellent cameos. I mean we had we had Matt Damon as one of the rednecks. And we had Brad Pitt as the vanisher. I mean hilarious. Wait, Wait. Matt Damon was a redneck? Um there was the the guy from
1: the guy from Firefly was was a redneck, wasn't it? I um, think the so, guy from- yeah.
0: Yeah. The uh, Alan Tudyk, yeah. It was Alan <gasps> Tudyk. And... and that
1: was... Wait, that was Matt Damon talking about the toilet paper? Yeah, that's what IMDb says.
0: What? Isn't that, <laughs> that great? That didn't look anything like him! I know, he like, made him fat because they gave him like a belly. It looked like a pregnant woman, really. Yeah, I, I was looking at his face and that didn't look anything like Matt Damon! It's hilarious, what? right?
1: Yeah, and then the other guy was... Was, yeah, the... Um, uh, Alan Tudyk. That,
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's hilarious. Um, but we also had, like, so they interviewed for the X-Force, and, you know, spoilers, obviously, all of them die, except for Domino, who's fantastic.
1: Yes. Except for at the end, Deadpool does go back in time to save Peter. Peter. I don't know if he saves anyone else. Yeah. But the, he probably could have and then just didn't show it, but who knows. But he definitely saved Peter. I just love um, cause the, the, yeah, he was funny. Because it was definitely Deadpool's fault that Peter was even like it when Peter came in for the interview, Deadpool could have easily thought logically and said, "This guy's gonna die, so he yeah. needs to not he needs to not be in the X Force," and just told him to go home. Um, <laughs> so I thought that was nice because it yeah. was kind of Deadpool's fault that uh <laughs> that he died. Yeah, well, uh, all of
0: them really, but because yeah, the yeah, wins. <laughs> <laughs> the high wind advisory. My God. <laughs> so fucking uh, funny. I know. It was hilarious. Um, I also, I loved, I, I loved Negasonic Teenage Warhead and her girlfriend Yukio, but I really wish they were in it more because I really loved her in the first movie. Um, yeah, because she she also wasn't in the
1: movie very much in the first
0: one either. She was in it more, but she
1: still, for, for the side characters that they had, I still feel like they didn't put in... Uh, like Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead, like in there mm. enough. Yeah, like,
0: well, well, Colossus i Colossus believed... wasn't. Uh, Colossus was like another person who Wade bounced off of his like emotions from. That's true. Yeah, yeah, he he had he had a lot to do this movie. I think, but I just I love Negasonic Teenage Warhead. She's so cool. I I just wish we had more of her yeah i yeah
1: i would have liked to see a lot more of her and i loved the running joke of whenever uh yukio would like say like bye wade and then he'd yeah. be like bye yukio <laughs>
0: <laughs> i just love them so much i like, know way too she much. was so cute they were both so cute and like honestly yeah it was hilarious he just like he's like i like her i like yukio um I also liked like the fact that they just had this twist where they introduced all these characters and then they just killed them off immediately. Like you just didn't expect it because they had a great cast. I mean, you had Terry Cruz and um yes. Bill Skarsgard in there and, and they both got killed.
1: <laughs> yeah, they both got killed. It was it, it was it was shocking, but definitely just overly funny. Like I was like, okay
0: all right yeah i mean um it was was like really going overboard and um i don't know
1: i i don't know if they were pulling like a like an infinity war joke and maybe just killing off everybody like i don't know yeah but um yeah like did did
0: we talk about did we talk about brad pitt as vanisher no but that was so funny like just seeing the backpack like with nobody in it like that was like a a joke (laughs) and it just goes straight for the electrical lines
1: and and them in the interview say, like, okay, and here we have Vanisher. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, like, is he are you here? there? <laughs> maybe, maybe he's late. <laughs>
0: yeah. He does look so funny. Talk. I think that TJ Miller was really funny in this movie, too. Um, especially when he would, like, I just love his throwaway comedy. Like, the stuff he says is hilarious, especially with um, Dupinder. Like, those yeah. two were hilarious. Um to like how would just like boss his... him around <laughs> yeah he just would be like go mop you know and um but Dupinder just wanted like has a thirst for blood like from uh interview with a vampire I just thought that was so funny yeah um yeah there was, yeah, there was I, def- that moment... I
1: definitely like TJ Miller better in the second one because I didn't really just I didn't care for him or his jokes in the first one I thought he, if anything, he was the one character that I felt was just kind of unnecessary. Hmm. Like, but but in the second one, he was he was there for Deadpool when Vanessa died. He let Deadpool stay in his bar for three days. Yeah,
0: <laughs> three um. days
1: straight. Um, and he definitely seemed like more of a friend and more of a more of a friend or colleague, like in the second one. Like, definitely bringing their relationship a bit closer but still t j they they either need to give him more to do in the third one if they have a third one or or he just i don't know he he just still seems unnecessary to me like his jokes are funny, but like i it's really like he, just
0: comedic relief like he's just he's just a funny but that's another the thing funny you person. don't you
1: don't need comedic relief in this you have enough of it, <laughs> but so you everybody need to just, is funny except you need for, like to just cable. <laughs> i know, but like you just need to have who's necessary and and if if TJ Miller is supposed to be like that that friend thing that friend companion type of character to help Deadpool in his in his arch mm-hmm. um he he could honestly get that from Colossus or even Yukio or even Cable like he doesn't i feel like he doesn't need TJ Miller anymore
0: well i really like that joke where they were standing in uh, blind Owl's house and cable comes in and him and, like, T.J. Miller and um, Domino are standing next to each other, and they want to say, like, the quip. Like, they want to have the... the They, like, say the same line at the same time. I
1: mm-hmm. thought that was
0: really funny. <laughs> it was just, like, the timing of them coming in and saying the exact same thing. Like, they were like... He was like, damn. Like It just... Yeah. I... It was such a funny... Like, it's such a weirdly paced movie. Like, everything is so... So funnily paced, and it works so well because it's all filled with so much comedy. Um, True. Also, yeah. I love you know. I'm really glad that they they brought back Blind Owl because she was she was great in the first one, and at least having her f- for a little bit of funny in the in the second one. Um, I'm just looking at her IMDb page. She's played by this actress called uh, Leslie Uggams, and who, she was who in looks, who looks scarily like Nichelle Nichols. Oh my god yeah scarily like
1: scarily like doppelganger
0: gorgeous gorgeous i mean it says that she was in roots um (gasps) the original roots yeah the original roots and (gasps) i want to watch the original roots she was born in 1943 in new york city and um you gotta see this you gotta see her imdb she's just so pretty um I'm really happy that she's still working, obviously. Um, like, just just in her photos? Yeah. yeah. I see her. She's really gorgeous. So, I also really liked how Cable ended up joining the the group to, you know, help out the future. I thought that was a really cool twist as well.
1: Yeah, because there was definitely a lot of character development in this. Like, with, with Cable coming with just one mission, like, you know, this kid, he can't be saved, and he's going to kill my family. Basically, Cable goes back in time to kill... Firefist because the second um oh not to mention these terrible so Firefist and Domino were both in this orphanage that basically experiments on mutant children to make them not mutant anymore. I know that and was it, terrible. Like, it was oh god it was so terrifying. Uh, and this guy, this, this the headmaster was great. He looked like he looked like a pervy, like creepy oh, weirdo yeah. like Eddie just, Marzan, yeah. He's creepy. Yeah, and, and and at the end, like, when, when he was, like, on the stage, like, make it, like, saying his final line before, like, you know, uh, Firefist, like, tries to shoot at him, but Deadpool gets in the way, he, like, God, this face he was making when he was saying his line, what, what was it? Like, you, what did he say?
0: He said something you about, like, having are, hatred or, like, Or,
1: you're, you, you are blessed by, by, like, my
0: hands. Like, that's yeah. what,
1: like, that was what he was saying. And it was so, so creepy. So creepy.
0: Yeah. It was, there was a lot of like pedophile jokes. Um, that were pretty funny. And like, I think uh, honestly, like the whole end, the whole climax of this movie was pretty satisfying because we had all of our favorite characters together mostly, except for like TJ Miller. Um, but mm-hmm. it, I think it was a pretty good ending, like having Cable go back and save Deadpool so that the, future would be saved and also like Deadpool would be saved and um you know I I'm excited for like a third movie like it really set it up set it up to to be more kick-ass
1: yeah I I definitely am super excited to see what the third one has in store because again the the more characters I think the the better could really bring it in for Deadpool especially with everyone's just different humor um like Cable was really funny in his own way just being like that stern like just I hate you type of thing very
0: uh, earnest and also he's extremely ripped I mean holy shit Josh my god (laughs) setting the bar for everybody your age my goodness even for how short he is he Um, is a very handsome guy
1: I know. I'm, I'm like loving all the movies that Josh Brolin is in right now. I like. I wanna. I wanna go back and watch some of the other movies that he's in.
0: I mean, we could start with the Goonies because that's that's always a good one. Oh wait, <laughs> he's the older brother what? in the Goonies. Wait a minute. <laughs> Are you? Ser- have you really never thought about this, Emily? Oh my god! Wait. <laughs> you got no. You gotta look. No, the- no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> he was no, so no, cute no. too. <laughs> Wait, no way, wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna no, no, you know what? I'm gonna read some meta scores while you look up what he looked like, okay? So it got what a 66 fuck? metascore, which means it's in the green. The lowest what? it got was a 50 from the Globe and Mail. It says, Never before have the demands of my inner man child been so stirred, though then while experiencing Deadpool 2, a movie that feels scribbled in pencil crayon, drenched in jolt cola, and coated with the dust of a thousand discarded bags of flaming hot Cheetos. So, that sounded like kind of a mean review, but honestly, that's not very mean to me.
1: <laughs> that's Josh Brolin's face. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't he adorable? Oh, my God. What? Oh, I did not put two and two together. Like, he he looks so different. Oh, oh my I God. Mean, that's crazy. He's a young man. <laughs> I know. It just I, it did not occur to me. Um Anyway, so I was not listening to that review. That's okay. Um, but it, it was mean, yet it wasn't mean. No, it just
0: had a lot of great references. You can listen back to it. Um, Rolling Stone gave it an 88. Deadpool 2 throws everything at it has at you until you throw your arms up and happy surrender. Um, I like... Surrender? This okay. one from Movie Nation. Deadpool 2 gets by simply on par with Deadpool. An ultraviolet joked-up Energizer Bunny of a comic book movie with a fun supporting act cast, deadpan deaths, and deadpan Deadpool jokes about those deaths. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did really. I think my favorite new character was definitely Domino. She was so rad. Awesome. I loved Zazie Beats. She is so cool. I mean, every way, like. Every way she would deliver the lines, like, and she was so lucky and just everything she did, she didn't even worry about it. I love that when she flew off of the, the, uh, the vehicle, she landed in one of those big, puffy, um, pandas that was a blow-up thing. And that's how she survived. I just love that so much. It was just
1: hilarious. Well, and, and I, and I think the trailer definitely preloaded to that because it was, it was interesting actually seeing the, um, the funny lines that were in the trailer, but how they kind of changed them in the movie. Like, some of them were the same, but some of them they had changed slightly w- in the movie to, like, keep it... I, I like that. I mean, because even though there are so many jokes that they-, they have to offer in Deadpool, I definitely don't like when a when a movie just puts all of their jokes that they have in the movie in the trailer and then gives you nothing new to work with but when you, you knew actually knew that wasn't see the movie. gonna be the case. Like, I-, I knew that wasn't gonna be the case. No. But... With with Domino, the the trailer kind of set up for how, I mean, of course everything was going to be awesome and cinematic and slow motion and action-packed and awesome, but I feel like the trailer definitely set up for how a lot of her shots were going to, or how of her scenes were going to be shot, because in the trailer, it says, like, being lucky is extremely cinematic. Yeah, she's and like,
0: this is very uh, visually appealing.
1: Yeah, and so pretty much any time she was going to be on the screen, like, she had to be awesome, and mm-hmm. she was, yeah. so. Yeah. That was cool. What else? What was your favorite? Oh, my gosh. And the and the awesome reference to a... What's that movie? What's that movie where the lady crosses her legs? Um, oh,
0: Basic Instinct. <laughs> yes. yes. And he does it. He and he has his, his baby, baby legs. <laughs> and you see, oh like, his God. little penis. Oh, my God. Such Jeez. a ridiculous... This movie is so ridiculous. It's just all fun. It's just, like, throwing the most fun, like especially with this one had a higher budget you know you really could make it even more crazy the cgi was even more hilarious like he was they, like they could afford for a big cgi th- fight you know it's like they could afford more x-men even though they were
1: even <laughs> though deadpool didn't see
0: him <laughs> well they, they, there's that shot of them in the like all in the study and then they just closed the door i thought that was so good <laughs> Yeah, beast. I I could
1: only see Beast and quicksilver. Did you notice anyone else's yeah, face Professor in there? Yeah, like, was, was Mystique in
0: there. Yeah, Mystique. What? I think. It was, well, I don't know about Mystique. It was definitely Professor X, uh, quicksilver, beast. Um, Patrick Stewart was in there. No, it wasn't Patrick Stewart. It was um, oh what? Professor, oh, uh, oh oh oh, J- James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Yeah, that that's, that's that's right. Who it was? Um, which which was hilarious. They're like, "What? Well, you guys are like the only ones here. How come there's no one else here?" And it does seem like eerily empty, like there's nobody there. I know, especially
1: when you when you think back to all the, the X Men movies and how the mansion was always just riddled with with teens and tweens and children.
0: Yeah, not to mention in in the end credits he goes back and in, into uh to kill the other version of himself from the Wolverine movie, which is like a totally different universe. It's just hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny how Deadpool can just defy all universes and just cross
0: all cross all parallels. To yeah, he's like, we're to... we're really dark. Are you are you from the DC universe? It's like, uh, <laughs> they just they just really go for it, and it's exactly what we need. Like we need this very very frank superhero to balance out the. Really seriousness of the other Marvel movies that have been coming out. I mean, we've had some pretty lighthearted ones like Thor Ragnarok and like Ant Man, but yeah, you know, I, I think it just it isn't. Um, it's st- those are still really earnest. You know, they kind of just they don't they don't make fun of themselves too much, which this whole was, movie is making fun of itself. Yeah, and it was definitely just a
1: great movie to release after Infinity War because you know with the with the depression and the. <laughs> And yeah. the sadness and the everything. Yeah. Um, This was a really, it's a really great one to release next. Um, And they're always just so much fun. I'm really excited to see what they have. I mean, either, it's either going to be a third Deadpool or they're going to come out with like an X-Force movie, right? Is that what it was?
0: Oh, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because that's what, that's what um, Hannah was talking about was, mm-hmm. uh was because x-force is a comic so possibly i don't know
0: cool well um go listen and watch that amazing music video with celine dion and deadpool it's so great (sighs) i i need Um, to watch
1: this it is
0: so funny and i love that song and um i just loved like I, i did love all of like the sound cues and the music references like they they just flow throughout and it kind of makes the movie more cohesive, makes it more whole and um yeah, I really I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was really fun. Yeah, it's it's
1: really great seeing a movie that can be overly funny but also be also be a good movie like we've seen that with Thor Ragnarok and definitely with this. I mean, it would I would be really sad if like you know the acting was bad or like anything like that but everyone who who has a hand in this movie just does a really great job and they really care for this character and um mm-hmm. it's re- it's really great that they've been able to put this bring this character to life really on the on the screen for for all us marvel peeps.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then um next week we got solo so look out yes! for that. Solo! Um, I am so excited for that. I'm so excited! Solo excited to see that I was about movie. to make that
1: joke, but I thought it would have been too lame, so I didn't do it. It's
0: not too lame. We both thought it. It happened. Now we uh, can move on. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, if you want to find us, you can... Um, Email us. On Social media, yeah. If you want to find us on oh. social media, you can tweet at us at, at @bythepopcorn or Instagram us at, at @allbythepopcorn. We're also on Facebook. You just search "All Buy the Popcorn Podcast." Um, and also, we have an email. It's at uh, allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com or allbythepopcorn at gmail.com. Did I miss anything else? Uh, did you do Facebook? Yeah. Oh, rate and review us on iTunes or SoundCloud. We would really, really appreciate it. Have we... Why haven't we seen any Deadpool stuff at Comic-Con? What do you mean? Oh, they just don't, like, do the panels. But there's... Everybody dresses up at Deadpool. I mean, there's crossover Deadpool outfits with everything. I saw a fantastic... (gasps) Do you
1: remember remember the the Deadpool Baymax? Baymax? Yes. Oh, so great. I I think
0: I should share that because I loved it so much. I definitely will share it to our Facebook and Instagram, so look out for it because I saw an amazing Baymax Deadpool at LA Comic-Con a couple years ago.
1: Well, there's... Did did we miss this panel? There's a picture of of Morena. On on a Deadpool panel and it says San Diego Comic Con at the back. You know, maybe it was the year before
0: we went. Does it say a year? Uh
1: 2016? Didn't we go then? Yeah. Yeah? That was huh. just two years ago.
0: Huh. Huh. Or,
1: yeah. Two a uh, a year ago uh, two years
0: ago. I do. Yeah, not... so when we see this. I don't know. That's don't weird. Understand. We were in Hall That's H so it would have been in there, right? Great? Wouldn't that have been? Maybe not. Mm. Maybe it wasn't. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. All right.
1: Well. Sorry, I just steered us off there. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, definitely check us out on social media.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and hope you enjoyed me killing that cockroach. Wow, that was. That was an experience.
1: I was scared for you, Sandra. Thanks. You should have been. I was freaking out. Well, you killed it, and you are—you are quite the cockroach killer.
0: Yeah, I am now. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.
1: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> wow.
0: Talk to you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye.